0: Good day to you all, and thank you for listening to the latest episode of the Back Your Chat podcast. Big, big week to uh, to talk about, obviously, with UFC is back. Uh, I'm recording this on Thursday, so I think it's Thursday. Who knows what day it is, to be honest, we've been locked down for that long, but... Um, Last night was the uh, UFC fight night, Smith versus Texera. So I'm going to jump straight into that and give them some thoughts and opinions um, on, on, on that fight card just gone. And then we'll break down a little bit of 249. Um, unbelievable night of fights again. And then look forward to, uh, to UFC on ESPN this weekend. Alistair Overeem versus Walt Harris. So let's jump straight into last night's uh, fight night card: Texaro versus Anthony Smith. Uncomfortable, I think, is the uh, is is the word that that describes that main event. I, I, I've watched a lot of fights over the years, and never have I come so close to turning off during the last round of a main event. There should be some some sort of um, fine or or ban for the corner, if you ask me, for of, of Anthony Smith. I mean, when a fighter comes back to his corner at the end of the fourth round and, and tells them, oh my! I think he said my teeth are falling out, you've got to throw the towel in. I'm sorry. Like I'm all for blood sport and knockouts and all that sort of good stuff, if you like, in quotes. But you've got to protect your fighter. And there there was no point in him going back out for that fifth round. He gets dropped with a... With a jab, and and that was obviously game over. You, you can also look at the referee, I suppose. Um, should he have stopped the fight earlier? There is, I, I think, there is an argument to that because technically Smith was defending himself. But again, should have been probably stopped in the fourth. But th- th- to me, the corner, the corner should know that was probably a bit of a code from Anthony Smith saying, "Look, get me out of this fight. I don't want to quit, but I'm going to lose my teeth. You know, th- th- there's more to life than." And perhaps that fight obviously it was a big main event and, and he is on the downturn, I suppose, from from fighting for a title. But you've got to protect your fighter, live to fight another day and, and, and go again. I'd like to see some sort of ban or so. I know it's hard to to sort of upheld. How can you say that he didn't he wouldn't have gone back out in that fifth round and, and not Glover out? He, he could have done. And there was no chance. So it was it within 10, 15 seconds of the first round, uh, of the fifth round? Sorry, gets put away. Game over. I think Glover even apologized while he was on top, beating him up uh, during that fourth round. W- was on top of him, apologizing for uh, for for doing his job. Uh, Anthony Smith obviously found the funny side of it and just said, "Carry on," kind of thing. So, but yeah, uh, for me, the, the one word that does describe that main event was just uncomfortable towards the end unbelievable performance from Glover Teixeira though absolutely unbelievable how good did he look weathered a little bit of an early storm I know obviously on on commentary DC um was talking about the the corner for Anthony Smith and and the fact that they were talking too much almost getting him too amped up spending his energy fascinating insight that for me and and something that you wouldn't obviously pick up on if it wasn't behind closed doors um so, actually, really quite an interesting little fact there that that, that that could have actually played into Anthony Smith getting, you could say, gassed. I don't think he quite gassed, but I, th- I think it was just a bit too too much of an output. I think he did have a bit of energy left, but then as soon as Glover started landing those big shots, it, it, well, it, 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 Lionheart was the right way to describe him, to be fair. It wasn't going to go out, but, but again, should have had a, t- a towel thrown in. Next biggest performance, Well, in fact, the biggest performance of the night for me was Drew Dober. Unbelievable, and and a special shout out to his calves. I mean, Johnny Drama would be proud of those bad boys. What a what a performance! Um, second round TKO looked absolutely crisp. Obviously, got taken down a couple of times when he had ro- um, Hernandez rocked, but. Managed to get back up to his feet and put him away. Uh, Three-fight win streak now. Some some couple of good performances in there. Going to be ranked now. Um, will be very interesting to see who, who he does fight next. Obviously called out, um, uh, oh, what's his name on, on commentary there? Um, so that could be a, a real stand-up brawl, Paul Felder. So that could be a real good fight sprawl and brawl type you know no takedowns or anything like that let's just go for it and, and see who gets knocked out second performance of the night bonus in a row for uh, for drew dover there as well so absolutely great performance and again got to give a special mention to his calves i mean the, the size of bloody size of your thighs they're unbelievable apart from that there's a couple of other good performances. brian keller uh, big big ko um chase sherman wow to come back, um, I think it was a, a, a late call up for him, Chase Sherman. I think it was, um, obviously, been out of the UFC for a year or so, um, sorry, two years. I, I think 2018 was his last fight, um, fighting another organization. And, and to come back like that, fair play to him, looked very good. Vanilla Gorilla, gotta love that nickname. That, that That's up there for me as is, is one of the best nicknames in all of MMA, um, <laughs> Vanilla Gorilla. So I love it, but uh, but yeah, so, some, some pretty good performances in there and as a midweek card goes just breaks it up and and lovely to see when uh, when everyone's on lockdown and and gives something to watch (music) so UFC 249 over the weekend what an unbelievable night of fights um, we'll go straight into the main event justin Gaethje versus tony Ferguson what what a performance from justin there um go went completely against his normal game plan of just sort of <laughs> rushing out there chin in the air swinging for the fences I mean that's probably being a little bit harsh on him but um but you you kind of get what I mean he actually stuck to a very very good game plan. Um, and just destroyed Tony, absolutely destroyed him. I don't think many people could have predicted that. Um, he was a big underdog. I had Tony winning the fight, I'll be honest. Um, and, and I thought that the only chance that Justin may have would be, would be in that sort of first round or two. Um, but then I thought Tony would come into his own and that cardio would kick in and, and then he'd be too much for Justin. Pugh. Boy, did uh, did Justin prove everybody wrong there? With uh, we were sticking to his game plan and just completely dominating Tony. Um, so yeah, fair play to uh, to Gaethje there. Sets up a a very very interesting fight now with Khabib um, with Justin's wrestling and, and anti wrestling. It could be I, I I actually fancy him to beat to beat Khabib. Um, Khabib's not great on the feet and, and the only reason he ever gets sort of knockdowns or, or why he sort of knocked down Conor I suppose is because of that threat of the wrestling whereas Justin won't care about that I, I think he's got enough in his locker to be able to defend that um, so I actually I'll, I'll call it early doors Justin knocks, knocks Khabib out and, and breaks the streak Justin a unified champion and, uh, and then potentially sets up a very very interesting fight with Conor um, but, yeah, I think that's a little bit further down the line and, and, and dependent on whether Connor takes a fight before then. Uh, let's go into the Henry Cejudo Dominic Cruz. Now, I do like Dominic Cruz, but he's just come across as a bit of a brat to me. C- keeps complaining about the referee smelled of fags and booze and this, that, and the other. And uh, Fair stoppage, 11, 12 unanswered strikes. Yes, you can argue he was potentially getting back up to his feet. Um, but I, I I think he was done. I I really do. Um, I think he was saved. Um, I do think it was a good stoppage. I I just think that the, the way he sort of behaved afterwards. Um, yes, I get heat in the moment. You know, he is a very educated guy. He he's a very sort of thinks things through. Um. But don't then go into the press conference after and keep complaining and keep... I don't know whether he's trying to get it overturned and, and then kind of complaining that Henry Cejudo retired and he might have retired. and Dominic, you've got to be a bit better than that for me. I, I do like him. I do like him as a commentator, as a fighter. But, yeah, I don't know. Just just, just be a man-up a little bit more, to be honest. And and, and don't just complain. Um, talking about manning up, Francis Ngannou, Wow. Wow, wow, wow. No one can take those punches. I mean, I think DC again said in uh, in commentary, awful, awful technique. Chin up in the air, just swinging. But when he connects, there's nobody taking those punches. Um, he, obviously, he just didn't take rosenstroot seriously i suppose um called him out and i think francis wanted to go in there and say look you, you are not good enough to be calling me out son and put him away 20 seconds into the fight with a oh, vicious left hook and and oh god those follow up strikes as well were were horrendous um obviously the ref couldn't get in there quick enough which w- when you got the power and the speed of francis and garnu it's tough to get in there um quickly to uh, to save any more damage and luckily rosenstroot was okay afterwards but yeah, I mean, scary, scary man. Does, does who who wants to fight him next? I suppose does the DC Stepe fight? Third fight ever happen? Whew, who knows? Um, but. Yeah, there's not going to be many people holding their hands up to uh, to, to be fight, <laughs> to be fighting Francis anytime soon. But then again, the wrestling, I suppose, of DC could negate that and uh, and, and could set up a very intriguing match up there if, if Stepe can't get over his um, his eye problem um, and come back soon. Maybe, maybe they strip him. Maybe who knows if uh, if DC is talking about retirement. I know he keeps mentioning it that that he's had his last fight potentially, and and the Stepe next fight would be his last. Um, but a very fascinating fight that would be uh, Francis versus DC. I'd I'd like to see it. Moving on to the uh, what what I thought was uh, w- was one of the fighters of the evening. Calvin Qatar, um, just class. That short elbow, absolutely love it. Um, future champion in the making. I'm actually just looking at his uh, his Twitter profile now, which is an absolute travesty. He's got nine thousand followers and hasn't even been blue ticked. People got to get on this guy quick. Um, he will be champion, I think. He is that good. Um, fighting a guy that misses rate, sorry, misses weight, Jeremy Stevens, the most one of the most experienced fighters on the cards is up there with with appearances in the in Hall of Fame sort of UFC stature. Um, and and to put him away like that, that little short elbow was absolutely perfect. And then on the ground as well, though those elbows to cut to cut Jeremy open and, and ultimately end the fight he is a problem he is a big big problem and and at that sort of weight class there's some very interesting fights for him to have who who does he fight next <sighs> oh, i don't know i i don't know who i'd like to see him fight let me have a look at the uh, at the rankings here let's get them up and see who he could uh, who who could could be up next for him Frankie Edgar, Yaya oh, Reg- Ooh, Korean Zombie. That could be a fight. That could be a fight. Calvin Qatar, Korean Zombie. Has, has he got a fight coming up, Korean Zombie? Does he match with somebody? Let's have a quick look and see. He's got. Uh, I don't think he does. Oof, now, that is a fight right there. Absolutely. Fantastic to see, and I think a lot of people would be uh, would be all over that fight, and someone's going to get put away. So that for me is the fight to make next. Keep him slowly moving up the rankings, and then uh, and then potentially. Oh, so you could put him against Brian Ortega, but I think that would be too much too soon. I do like Brian, um, so I think that would be too much too soon. But yeah, that that for me is the, is the fight to make for him, and and what was. And he obviously received, I think, a uh, performance of the night bonus. But, yeah, great night of fights. Um, The the, the last fight on the main event, Greg Hardy, Jorgen (sighs) Castro, Jorgen Castro. yeah, okay, potentially broken his foot in the first round. Doesn't stop you throwing your hands. Throw punches. Yes, obviously, his game plan was obviously those leg kicks. Yes, they were working. Obviously, got one checked, hurt his foot. You've got to throw hands. I'm sorry, but... The, the, oh, I'm, yeah, okay. I, I, obviously, I said previously, live to fight another day. But you've got to at least try and win the fight. You, you you can't just keep it at sort of arm's length, not getting involved with anything. Greg Hardy perhaps could have pushed the action, but what's the point? You know, when he got those two rounds in the bag, there was no point for him. But Jorgen de Castro, I'd like to have seen better from him. Potentially may not even be invited back to another UFC event for me. Um, Dana likes to see his fights, put on exciting fights in the first fight of uh, a big pay-per-view. Obviously the whole world's watching. Uh, I think they they talk about 700,000 pay-per-view buys, which in the current climate is, is an unbelievable non Connor number. Um, so to to kick off with that I think was was quite disappointing. Obviously the rest of the card didn't disappoint. Uh, four finishes in a row after that. Um I actually lost a little bit of money on that because I had a, a cheeky fiver on uh, every every main event card uh, sorry every main card uh, fight to be finished by K- TKO to win 100 quid but hey ho. That uh, that wasn't to be but some some other good fights um on the card before that, um, let's have a quick look. Yeah, well, one thing I do actually want to pick up, Vicente Luque, Nico Price. Um, we, I, mean, I, I put a photo up on my Instagram saying, do you want to be a fighter, Nico Price? Oh, his face was an absolute mess. And I called it on, on the last episode that that would potentially be fight of the night. I mean, you're never going to beat Justin Gates versus Tony Ferguson, I suppose, but that, that came a close second. Absolutely fantastic fights. But one thing I did pick up on was... Um, luke's corner i think it was it was either in between the first and second or the second and third obviously but i think it was between the first and second he had one of his cornermen on facetime now i get obviously there was uh no fans in the stadium no fans allowed in the stadium um but yeah, I just thought that was a little bit strange. You know, potentially you've got somebody sitting there at home with a lot of data to be looking on. A, a lot of, you know, could, could could have been sat there watching watching the fight. A couple of people sat around watching different aspects on different cameras, etc. And then to be able to to have a FaceTime during that sort of to me, felt a little bit unfair. Um, whether other people were allowed to do it and just chose not to, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it just, just seemed a bit of a unfair advantage. There's a lot more information you can get by somebody almost sitting at home getting this information across to you. Um, whereas obviously your standard corner is in the stadium. It's just, you know, going on feel rather than actually looking at exact figures and and, and stuff like that. So yeah. And unless there was something set, to, I just thought it was an interesting point that UFC could have set this guy up in a room where he was just literally watching the fight on a TV. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I, I just thought it was an interesting, interesting point to, uh, to, to pick up. But yeah, again, Nico Price, I, that's why I love watching him fight. I'll, I'll always tune in when Nuko Price is fighting. Never, ever in a boring fight. Um, and, and, oh God, his face afterwards. Yeah. It's going to take a, uh, take a few, a few days to recover from Bless him, but, uh, but I think he'll go again. And then last, but very, very, by all means least on this card for me, Bryce Mitchell. Wow. 30, 25, 30, 25, 30, 24. Absolute domination from start to finish just unbelievable. I mean, that was a I think it was a pick and fight. It was a very, very close fight, I think, before with the odds. Um had a very close uh Vegas had them very close, but he just absolutely dominated Charles Rosa. He could, Rosa couldn't do anything. The, I mean, how many? think that must be a record for um, attempted twisters in a fight, <laughs> which is just crazy. The, the guy's already got one one twister finished to his name, and he, he's obviously looking for another. But it's going to take a lot of beating him. Um, in fact, while I've got the uh, the featherweight rankings up, has he been put into the uh, into the rankings just yet, Bryce Mitchell? Have they not updated them? Because he's got to be going in now to move to uh, to to those top rankings and and potentially set up a fight with Ryan Hall. I mean that that's a, a a jiu-jitsu wet dream right there. Ryan Hall versus Bryce Mitchell. The the well, I suppose it could stay standing. They will negate each other on on the ground. But that for me is a is a fascinating fight and, and not one potentially for your uh, for your standard viewer, but for for those people that that. Really follow the sport. I think that's a uh, a very very fascinating fight to go for. Um, but yeah, again, hats off to Bryce Mitchell. Unbelievable performance. So let's look ahead to this weekend's Overeem versus Walt Harris card. Another great, great card put on by the UFC to, to bookend a uh, what has been a good a good week of uh, a live sport. Thank, thank God it's back. Fantastic to see. Hopefully it continues. Um, for any football fans out there, obviously we've got the uh, the Bundesliga back this Saturday as well. So if you are sort of a football fan, I'm, I'm a big, I'm actually a Liverpool fan, so I hope that doesn't put anyone off, but, uh, but I'm a big Liverpool fan, so I'm hoping we <laughs> we do get crowned champions this year. Please, 30 years waiting. Um, but this is going to be a massive test um, this week and see how it goes to be honest I think it, hopefully it does go well I think if any players so the the way I understand that the, the Bundesliga are going to do it they're going to test players beforehand before the game obviously if anyone tests positive for COVID uh, COVID-19 then they're going to either allow them not to play ban them whatever technically it'd be classed as an injury two-week isolation job done um they'll have been testing them all week though so so hopefully there there won't be any sort of last minute uh last minute issues and then i suppose what they'll do is test them monday morning and hope and pray that nobody's picked anything up because that would be the worst thing in the world is that these players play on play on saturday test on monday a couple of players pick up covid19 and then that that, that's just going to Putting into all, all all chances of football um, happening again behind closed doors here in England. So yeah, j- just a little interesting, uh, little interesting thing there for uh, for any live sport viewers and, and obviously uh, any uh, any football fans out there that uh, it's going to be a good one to watch this weekend. Some some live football back as well as a, a fantastic um, UFC card in the evening, which again another very good card. So starting at the top, Alistair O'Brien versus Walt Harris it's going to be a sad night it really is um obviously Walt Harris everything that happened to his uh, his daughter-in-law and uh, i think it was his daughter-in-law and obviously your heart goes out to the family for what for what they experienced with her um yeah stepdaughter sorry not daughter-in-law stepdaughter um yeah, awful, awful. What happened to her? Um, and and your heart does go out, and you and you hope it doesn't affect him in the fight because it's a brutal sport to uh, to go in there with sort of emotions um, and and not be on your A game and and be have the thoughts elsewhere. But but yeah, I I it is a fight. I do see Walt Harris winning. Um I love Alistair Overeem, always have fantastic, obviously from start to finish. Yes, there's always question marks about the steroid use, etc. But for me, I mean I always think there should be a steroid league. I mean, well, that's what pride was, I suppose. But yeah, I I, I think that, you know, for guys that want to do it, carry on. Um obviously there is a little bit of a, an asterisk when when it's fighters like him fighting Mark Hunt, let's say, who who has never been on anything. Um I don't think he's even been on protein shakes, but uh but when, when you see a fighter like him, um, the career he's had, it, it is a shame that, that he's never won the UFC heavyweight championship. I think that's probably the only thing missing from from his mantelpiece, if you like. And he always seems to struggle when he comes up against um, that younger, sort of fresher opponent. Um, I mean, looking at his car, it, it is at his last sort of few fights. Obviously, um, Jocelyn Rosenstreich, we talked about earlier, um, lost to him. But he he was dominating that fight, to be fair. Um, Lesser-known guys, obviously Alexei uh Sergei Pavlovich. Yeah, okay, fine, beat them. But th- then you get into your sort of top top level um, of the of the heavyweight division, and your Curtis Blazer, Francis Ngannou gets knocked out by both of them. Uh, beat your old timers, Fabrice Avedu, Mark Hunt, loses to to. Stipe Miocic in 2016, who who at the time would have been an up-and-comer. And before that, wins over Arlovsky, JDS, Roy Nelson, Stefan Troops. So a lot of experienced people there. So for me, I do see Walt Harris winning this fight. Um, will he stand w- with with Room? I, I can't imagine he does. Um, I can imagine he, get, he gets in there early doors, takes him down um, and, and grounds and pounds and, and potentially gets a submission. Um, but I, I do think, uh, Walt Harris gets the, uh, gets the win here. Uh, next fight on the card. I, I'm quite looking forward to this one. So Claudia Gadea versus Angela Hill, big, big Claudia Gadea fan. Um, for, for obviously her fighting ability is second to none. And so I want to sort of switch gears here and talk about fight Island. Um, and, and it will all come together and you'll, you just bear with me. Um, so no one knows, anything about Fight Island, I suppose. No one knows really where it is. There's rumours that it's on uh, Richard Branson's island. Um, so Necker Island, there's, there's rumour it's going to be there. Now, I actually came up with this idea about two years ago. Um, <laughs> I actually wanted to call it Fight Island, but I thought the name sounded a bit corny. Um, and then obviously all of this comes out and, and they're naming Fight Island if it ever happens um, for potential cards there. But, but my idea was after watching things like um, and again, bear with me. Um, watching things like Love Island and watching things like uh, I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here got me thinking that if you want to start getting more of your sort of lay fans, if you like, into, uh, into MMA, into the UFC, why not do a tough... Um, incorporating something like that so rather than it being purely about the fighting and to me that's probably why the ratings sort of started to die off you watch it i mean i don't really watch a lot of reality tv to be honest the missus watches a lot but um but you watch all of them. they're all scripted they're none of it's reality but there's drama involved and and nine times out of ten there's some you know hot bird in a bikini and a, and a guy who's roided up to the eyeball so why not incorporate the UFC and, and the ultimate fighter and get some figures and viewing figures back with that and do a fight island. So again, linking this back into, uh, in into this weekend's card, Claudia Gordea wins the fight. I, I think she does win the fight anyway. In the, in the post fight for me, a great call out would be Joanna, uh, Jacek, Joanna Jen Jeddajacek, sorry, get the name right. Uh, call her out. Those two are, opposite each other on Fight Island as coaches L- let's be honest sex sells you know um Vince McMahon has made a career and billions of dollars with the with the WWE from selling sex Claudio Gadea and JJ neither of opposed to uh showing a bit of flesh on on obviously their instagrams love traveling the world all that kind of stuff and and it works you know both absolute badass fighters as well which which obviously helps but you put those two up against each other. You do a co-ed. Um, you do a co-ed tough. Um, some men and women all in there. Obviously, you've got that aspect of of, of the the, well, the 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 sex appeal, if you like. You you add a few challenges in there, which aid and abet that sort of thing. Um, obviously, the, it is all about fighting, and and you you stick to a very similar format, I suppose. But just imagining uh, so in my in my mind's eye, I imagine a, 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 an octagon there on the beach. With the uh with the sea in the background, obviously they, they have it set up so there's no sand and all that kind of shit getting on the canvas. But but to me, I think it works. I really do. Um, you you do a couple of cool challenges in there. Again, you throw a bit of drama into it. And 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 if you don't go down that route of of Claudia versus Joanna, and again, I I really don't want to sound misogynist or sexist here, but why not do a rematch of of Rachel Ostovich versus Paige VanZant? I mean, you're going to get viewers for that, aren't you? Let's be honest. And, and let's call a spade a spade. You know, they're both unbelievably looking girls. Unbelievable fighters as well. They are very, very skilled. But you put those two on it. You introduce, you know, obviously Paige is going to take... Um, take a husband in there, Mr. Van Zandt. I really do like Austin Van Der he, he He's a good friend. Um, Obviously I only know him on, on, see him on social media and all that kind of stuff, but he, he take he, he gets the game. He understands what's going on and you put somebody like him in there and then you're going to, you're bound to get some cocky, cocky guy that, that goes in on, on the cast. It's trying to hit on page fans and you, there you are. You got a bit of drama, it, you know, stuff like that. And, that, and that's what people want to watch nowadays. They want to watch that drama Um. And, and i just think something like that works it, it yeah okay you're getting away from your um sort of hardcore mma fan but if you want viewers to me i i think it's a winner i really do i i, I think it's a home run i i think you're gonna get people watching it j- just because that the, there's the intrigue of it that there's going to be you know these people there in unbelievable shape athletes you know lying on the beach doing all these different aspects to it yeah okay maybe you do jazz it up and, and and you bring in a few few of these uh quote unquote reality tv script writers um just to add a little bit of drama into there and, and, and you put them in scenarios where it does create drama um that that was the beauty of, of, of i suppose the first couple of tough seasons where they uh, where they're allowed to drink and obviously uh, the the famous one of of um Oh God! Who was it that that, that um stole the uh, the mattress and and pissed in it? And ah, um, oh, Junie Je- Browning wasn't it? Um, yeah. So so you add stuff like that to it, and, and uh, yeah, Kay. Like I say, you get you're getting away from your hardcore fan. And would it sort of affect the UFC in a negative way in terms of portraying fighting in a bit of a bad light? I don't think so. As long as it's done correctly, um, I don't think you go too over the top with it. Um, but I do think you get the viewers ju- ju- just for the pure fact of the uh, of sort of what the eyes see. Um, but yeah, l- advice that for me to uh, to Claudia there, if you win this fight, would be call out JJ and and get that sort of fight island ultimate fighter, unbelievable. <laughs> thanks again for listening guys that brings uh this episode of the back your chat podcast to an end uh, i hope you enjoyed the show um please feel free to uh to follow me on all social media uh back your chat podcast just search for that and you'll find me on there um again like i've said previously agree disagree with anything i've said please feel free to drop me a message happy to uh to have a few uh, few lively debates around that just keep it clean um and uh yeah look forward to hearing from you soon cheers bye-bye